Cantor David Propus singing Meir Finkelstein's Avinu Shabashamayim, a prayer for the state of Israel, as we begin this special edition of Jewish Community Radio. <laughs> Estelle Deutsch Abraham here. Won't you stay with me for the next hour when we share the rich heritage of Jewish music, the Jewish music that sustains us through all kinds of times. Sometimes the Yiddish lullaby, sometimes rock beat even. The Jewish musical sound sustains us. The Yiddish lead and the Ladino melodies that sustained our Judaic Spanish people for over a thousand years. The energy and excitement of today's performance, scripture set to music, to new rhythms, will also bring new insights to us. With pride and pleasure, we offer the great talents of our theater and our synagogues, our writers and our poets for this moment. As I believe in the rush of the sea, the crash of the heavens, I also believe in mankind and the prayer of the heart. The goodness in each of us will prevail. That is the message in this poem by Chana Senesh, the title Eli Eli, and it's sung by the children who participated in the March of the Living, the Habonim Youth Choir of Toronto.
Can the goodness in each one of us prevail? Can the goodness of our hearts and the prayer of our hearts prevail? That is the message of this poem by Chana Senesh. I believe in the rush of the sea, and I believe in the crash of the heavens, and I do believe in mankind and the prayer of the heart. A hope for the future, despite the pain of the present. And now, one of Israel's most beloved singers, Ofra Chaza, singing Adama. Adama, our singer Ofra Chaza. Shalom, Shalom, Shalom 
Who is the man who lives his life with love, who loves to live his life? The song called Eretz Eretz from the album The Best of Israel. The land of the Torah, the land of our people, the land of our people forever. Coming up, a song to take to heart, the cantor of the Israeli army choir at the time, cantor Ari Braun, Aromimcha Hashem. Oh, oh, oh. 
Hashem, sung for us by Cantor Ari Braun. The night squads of the Haganah during the 1936-1939 raids on Chalutzim, pioneers. The Haganah, which were the units which later formed the basis of the elite Palmach striking force, of which Yitzhak Rabin was a member. Song of the night squads.
the words expressing the hope and looking to a future when cities would rise where once battles were fought. We may shed a tear as we remember, but we must never forget those days, a time of building and defending a new nation, Israel. The song Hayuz Manim, Shoshana Damari, sings the song we should never forget. The dreams of all people that the wars and the horrors will be over and in the cities will be beautiful places to enjoy where battlefields once were. The singer was, of course, Shoshana Damari, the song Hayuz Manim. From the Sephardic community, a song called Shorashai. The word Shorashai means my roots. Shorashai, from that time, very long time ago, at the beginning of the state of Israel. Shorashai, <laughs> 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 
Especially at this time of consolation and commemoration, we look to our roots, our Shorah Shai. We first shared these remarks from my colleague Rabbi Larry Kaplan back in October when the Israel-Hamas war began. Now, months later, as sentiment against Israel and anti-Semitism have seemed to reach a peak, we need to refocus on what caused this conflict, who is really responsible. And Rabbi Kaplan's comments speak to that. So once again, here's Rabbi Larry Kaplan. There's only two groups that can accomplish uh, two, two goals. One is the eradication of Hamas so that finally uh, the rockets can stop flying into Israel as they have been since 2007, Israel left Gaza entirely, 2005, Judenrein, no Jews in Gaza, no Israeli soldiers, no occupation, completely left to Gaza. Uh, when the firing of missiles began, um, in 2007, when Hamas was elected leadership, uh, it led to uh, infiltrations, um, uh, breaks in the border wall, uh, etc., and the discovery of terror tunnels. 
that were being enhanced and built with provisions coming in by sea. So there was an embargo set up by Israel to make sure that only humanitarian aid and food, et cetera, was coming in. No rebar, no, no, no steel and iron for the building of these terror tunnels. Uh, that would have to wait until there was truly peace. They could lift the embargo. Um, the only two groups that can end Hamas for good and retrieve all over 200 hostages, the only two groups that can do that is Israel and the Palestinian people living in Gaza. If the Palestinian people in Gaza were to admit that what their leadership has done is among the most evil in human history, and they need to rid themselves of such a dictatorship, then they could accomplish that. It's two million Gazans, right? I think they could find a way to root out all Hamas terrorists and remove them from power. If they do, some will be killed, undoubtedly, in their heroic need to eradicate Hamas. They will also be able to locate the hostages and send them back to Israel in safety probably the best bet that will save countless thousands of Palestinian lives. All of the bombing will end by Israeli jets. Uh, the ground troops will not need to go in. There won't need to be any more blood shed uh, if the Gazans themselves affect regime change and return the hostages. They don't seem poised to do that. No one seems to be asking them to do that. I don't understand why not. Uh, the, the peace workers on the ground in Gaza that are complaining and uh, the, the, so crying about what Israel is doing, it's terrible, it's this, it's that, it's horrible. Uh, no one is saying, hey, we can handle this. We can stand up to these these wretched, horrible, evil people, we can end their lives. Or we can throw them over the fence and, and let the Israeli soldiers take care of them. And we can return the hostages. And I think they know that if they were to do that, Israel would come into Gaza, help the Gazans, the Palestinians in Gaza, to rebuild, to turn them around so that instead of facing Israel, they're facing 25 miles of beachfront property on the Mediterranean Sea, catty-cornered to the French Riviera. And the possibilities are endless. Gaza could become a tourist capital instead of a terrorist capital. It's in their hands to do it. 
and Israel would be at their side, helping them to rebuild. Doesn't look like that's going to happen. And that's a shame. So it's a terrible shame. So obviously that's probably not going to work out uh, in a peaceful way. And why the world isn't encouraging the Palestinians to do that. Again, it's an enigma. I cannot explain it. I don't understand it. Everyone should be applying pressure, not to the Israelis, to do a ceasefire. There was a meme uh, a week or two ago that I saw, and it was the Japanese emperor the day after Pearl Harbor uh, coming up and saying, I am asking for a ceasefire. I mean, Hirohito saying, we need a ceasefire after Pearl Harbor. Yeah, doesn't work that way. Um, the amount of negativity toward Israel in the world, in America, on our streets, is incredible. The pictures are there. They're for every, the video of families being taken hostage, of women being raped, of burnt bodies of babies. It's there for everyone to see. And yet even people that I know that I've had a good relationship with, that I'm friendly with in the community, have said to me, this is essentially all Israel's fault. You know, if it was coming from the West Bank, if this evil had emanated from the West Bank, then I guess you could say, well, it's under Israeli occupation. Okay. Are they better off under Israeli occupation than under the occupation of some dictatorship? I think they all agree that they are, but one could understand the claim that it's Israel's fault. Jews have not been in Gaza since 2005. Israel uh, supplies electricity and water, and to the best of my knowledge, haven't been paid by Hamas, the Palestinians, for any of it and is giving out and has given out thousands and thousands of work permits for Palestinians to cross the border and come into Israel and work and go back in freedom to Gaza to feed their families. Gazans have been in Israeli hospitals for treatment for cancer and everything else. And yet that was happening while rockets were being flown into Israel. Thank God for the Iron Dome of, of recent age that uh, has taken most of them out. Uh, so the question is, why did this emanate from Gaza? And how could anyone say that it's Israel's fault? I mean, 
because of the embargo against um, materials that could be used for for bombs, that's enough of a reason to to kill babies. In what universe? So these questions lead to a, a, a kind of despair to know that not only do our Israeli friends and family have to deal with what's taken place, they're still in shock, but they also have to see otherwise bright people around the world claiming that it's all their fault, even though Hamas has been in control of Gaza all this time. There is a song that was written in 1967 uh, during the Sinai campaign uh, with Egypt. Uh, Naomi Shemer wrote a, uh, a stirring song called Shifchei Ma'oz. Um, and it specifically was taking place around Hanukkah time. And it was, it was uh, along what was called the Barlev line. And it was, uh, it was a scary post uh, uh, for the Israelis, uh, the Israeli soldiers trying to hold on to that, which they ultimately did and, and sent uh, the uh, uh, Egyptians back to Cairo and, and the Israeli army was within something like 20 miles of Cairo uh, when the uh, the ceasefire did take place and uh, controlled the Sinai Peninsula uh, and Gaza, which was originally under Egyptian control uh, and ultimately gave that back, gave it all back for peace. Um, so the song is a takeoff because it happened at Hanukkah time. It's a takeoff, not the Six Day War, but this Barlev line. Uh, it was a takeoff on Maoz Tzor. Maoz Tzor Yeshuati, Rock of Ages, right? Uh, this song was sung by a number of people, including Naomi Shemer. One of the most beautiful renditions is from a young singer and a music teacher named uh, Sandra uh, Chernus. I want to share that with you. O refuge, a rock of my salvation, whom we praise uh, pleasantly far away from my home. Orchards are fragrant, but I'll be passing through the tunnels and caverns and fortresses of that barley of line. Uh, somewhere in the depths of the night, someone intently lies seeking my life. So Febby looking at me, Mivakeshnafshi, and wanting to kill me. And that's the end of each stanza. And then at the very end it says, Avoilo me uktsi. Beware. Woe unto him that's looking. Woe, because you should beware my sting. <laughs> Ha!
Makom, Makom means place, and it's all over the place that we have wonderful things for you in our community. So get that pencil and paper or your calendar and jot down these things that we do recommend for you to see and enjoy culturally in our community. Strathmore Music Center. Concerts offer a feast of musical talent. Strathmore Music Center in North Bethesda, Maryland has free parking. Find cafe dining in a beautiful setting and is handicapped accessible. Strathmore Music Center, where exciting, exceptional talent perform on one of the best concert venue stages in the United States. Visit strathmore.org or call 301-581-5800 for a free brochure. A song to always remember from among our Yiddish classics, a song about our very tenuous life in the diaspora before the establishment of the State of Israel. The wheels keep turning. The years go by. There is no destination, no purpose, no future for me here. Die Rede drehen sich, die Jorgen gehen sich. The Rede are wheels. The wheels turn, the Jorgen are years. The years go, the wheels turn, and years go by. And with them, 
this miller, this Jew will vanish. Und euch mit sei geht euch der Jid. Let's hear this beautiful song by Mark Wachowski, The Miller's Tears. Oi, wie fliorn sein in Verform, sind ihr bin im Miller Rotado. Die Räder drehen sich, die Jorne gehen sich. Ich bin schön alt und greis und groß. Die Räder drehen sich, die Jorne gehen sich. Kein Entfer ist mich tot zurück. The Miller's Tears. This Yiddish song, it's a classic with very important lyrics and interpreted musically so well by Sidor Balarsky. Well, before the Israel of our time, it was in poetry and prose and song that we yearned for Eretz Yisrael. We wrote about and we sang about our suffering, our galut, our tenuous life in the diaspora. Geknipt und gebunden. We are tied together and bound together for a purpose. When we stop and reflect our lives as individual and as a people, is built upon not only our own experience and conditions, but upon the experiences and conditions of others. Historically and currently, we are part of a larger picture. As we go about living our own lives, hopefully growing in wisdom, there is the realization that we are geknipt und gebunden. Geknipt und gebunden. For this Yiddish expression, I haven't as yet found a really good parallel in English. Only two Yiddish words, used in routine ways among Yiddish-speaking people in day-to-day -day life, not necessarily in a philosophical sense. For us, in contemporary Jewish life, these two words have great meaning and importance, and they are important to reflect upon. Geknipt und gebunden. Geknipt means knotted, as a knip, a knot, K-N-O-T, geknipt. Gebunden means tied, bound together, connected in some relevant way, with a useful purpose in mind. For our purpose, the phrase says we are connected and bound in time, place, as a people, one to another. Geknipt und gebunden can be used as guidance, a reminder that we are connected one to the other, 
Therefore, it is wise to cooperate with one another, to function together for good results, for mutual benefit. The words geknipt und gebunden, an observation that for the Jewish people throughout the world, this has been true and must be today. We also understand that for our world, for our environment, this two-word phrase for all humankind is absolutely on target. Because all the inhabitants of this world are geknipt und gebund. Environmentally, politically, in most every way, we now know as a people, as human beings, we are all geknipt und gebunden. It takes many paragraphs, many speeches, many wisely written editorials to express what Yiddish speakers have known for a very, very long time. Plainly said in Yiddish, we are geknipt und gebunden. We are tied, we are bound together in some very relevant way, with a useful purpose, always. We need to ponder this. In our time, we have seen space shuttles reach places we know nothing about. When nature unleashes fury on the Earth and humankind, we are able to predict and track such fury to warn the areas in danger, to prevent human suffering. And yet we are still unable to prevent the violation of our very commandments. Estelle Deutsch Abraham with some thoughts at this day. We can only question and we can grieve. How in the name of his God one man could murder another? We are a people who have been victims throughout history, victims of religious zeal, victims of fanatics, and victims of misguided causes in the name of gods and a God whom murderers have served. Now in our own time when Israel is a country where our people's voice can be heard, where a Jew can live, where one can economically and spiritually pursue a dream and worship in the way he sees fit, to kill another human being, for believing differently. This is, for me, incomprehensible. Jewish Community Radio, each week brought to you by sponsors who make this program possible. In the market for a good used car? Sure, you can gamble and buy a car from just anyone. But here at Fitzgerald, you get a written inspection report right in the glove box of every car. You'll know as much about the car as we do. You can't get more transparent than that. Transparency you can trust, because next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today and see hundreds of good used cars. That's the Fitzway. There's just no better way to go. See our ad in the Jewish Times of Baltimore. And for you, our listeners, a free subscription to Baltimore's Jewish Times newspaper. For you, if you live in Baltimore or Laurel or Columbia or Frederick, you can receive the Baltimore Times free just by asking for it. Call 410-902-2300. 410-902-2300. Now, Washington Jewish Week will not be outdone by Baltimore and also offers a free subscription. 
So you have two free subscriptions if you live in Baltimore or the Washington area. Mom, it gets even better. Listeners in the Philadelphia area are able to get the Jewish exponent for the same deal. Call Deutsch Abraham here, closing this edition of Jewish Community Radio, joining our sponsors and thanking you for being with us today. Thank you for your time and your encouragement and support of our radio effort. Sim Shalom.